Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we covered the topic of lipoprotein disorders found under the biochemistry section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 12-year-old boy presents to the emergency department with chest pain after gym class. His parents note that he has been having increased episodes of difficulty catching his breath after exertion and has had previous episodes of chest pain on exertion. On physical exam, yellow deposits are found on his heels and on his eyebrows. Based on clinical suspicion, an LDL level is obtained and found to be 480 milligrams per deciliter. He is referred to a geneticist for evaluation of deficiencies in LDL receptors and is prescribed a statin. Let's continue with lipoprotein disorders, beginning with a hyperlipoproteinemia overview. Type 1 hyperlipoproteinemia also known as hyperchylomicronemia, is due to a deficiency in lipoprotein lipase, or APOC2. This results in markedly elevated triglycerides and chylomicrons. It presents with eruptive xanthomas, steatosis, abdominal pain post-fat ingestion, and retinitis pigmentosa. Type 2 hyperlipoproteinemia is due to a deficiency in LDL receptors. Type 2A, or familial hypercholesterolemia, results in markedly increased LDL, often greater than 260 mg per deciliter. Type 2B, also known as familial combined hyperlipidemia, results in increased LDL, triglycerides, and cholesterol. They present with deposition of cholesterol in normal tissue, which may be seen as xanthomas or xanthelasma, and there's an increased risk for coronary heart disease. Type 3 hyperlipoproteinemia, also known as familial dysbeta lipoproteinemia, is due to a deficiency in apolipoprotein E. Remember this by remembering that 3 lacks E. It results in markedly increase in remnants, meaning chylomicrons, and IDL. Remember that apolipoprotein normally clears the remnants. The presentation is similar to type 2 hyperlipoproteinemia, and there is also an increased risk for coronary heart disease. Type 4 hyperlipoproteinemia, or familial hypertriglyceridemia, is due to decreased removal or increased production of VLDL, which results in increased levels of VLDL. It presents with pancreatitis. Type 5 hyperlipoproteinemia is a combination of type 1 and type 4. It has decreased lipoprotein lipase and increased VLDL. Remember that 1 plus 4 equals 5. Acquired hypercholesterolemia may be due to obstructive jaundice or oral contraceptives. Acquired hypertriglyceridemia may be due to alcoholism, renal failure, or diabetes mellitus. Now let's briefly discuss the treatment for different hyperlipoproteinemias. For type 1, treat with dietary modifications. For types 2 through 4, this may be treated with statins. Types 3, 4, and 5 may be treated with niacin. Types 2A, 4, and 5 may be treated with fibrates. And type 3A may be treated with bile acid sequestrants. Now let's discuss a hypolipoproteinemia overview. This refers to A-beta lipoproteinemia, which is autosomal recessive. It is due to mutations in the microsomal triglyceride transfer protein, or MTTP. This results in deficiencies in apolipoprotein B48 and B100, and it results in decreased chylomicrons as well as decreased VLDL and LDL. It may present with malabsorption of fat, which can enter enterocytes but cannot exit because it cannot be packaged for release in lipoproteins, and leads to histological appearance of fat droplets inside enterocytes. There is also decreased vitamin E absorption, ataxia, 
and hemolytic anemia with acanthocytes. Now let's end with some high-yield facts to remember. Remember that type 1, 2A, and type 4 are the most common types of hyperlipoproteinemia. Type 1 and 4 may present with pancreatitis. Type 2A presents with early symptoms of acute coronary syndrome. And treat all types other than type 1 with statins, niacin, and fibrates. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to lipoprotein disorders, let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 35-year-old male presents to his primary care physician complaining of intermittent chest pain. He reports that he has started to experience dull chest pain whenever he walks a half a mile or more. The pain radiates to his left shoulder and jaw. He has previously been healthy and takes no medications. His father passed away from a myocardial infarction at the age of 45. He does not smoke and drinks alcohol occasionally. Physical exam demonstrates a corneal arcus with a white ring around the corneal margin. Which of the following is the most likely affected in this patient? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Lipoprotein lipase Choice 2. Lecithin cholesterol acetyltransferase Choice 3. Apple lipoprotein B48 Choice 4. Low-density lipoprotein receptor Or Choice 5. Apple lipoprotein C2 The best answer to this question is Choice 4. Low-density lipoprotein receptor The most likely diagnosis in this patient is familial hypercholesterolemia. This condition is caused by a defective low-density lipoprotein receptor. FH, also known as type 2 hyperlipoproteinemia, is caused by an inherited defect in LDL receptors that results in a significantly elevated serum LDL due to a deficiency of LDL endocytosis. Clinically, FH presents with deposition of cholesterol in normal tissues leading to xanthomas, xanthelasmas, and corneal lipid deposition. It will also lead to atherosclerosis with an increased risk of coronary artery disease early in life. Homozygotic patients have a more severe disease than heterozygotes. Let's also discuss whether their choices are incorrect. Choices 1 and 5. Hyperchylomicron anemia, also known as type 1 hyperlipoproteinemia, is caused by a deficiency in lipoprotein lipase, or apolipoprotein C2. This condition will present with eruptive xanthomas, steatosis, significantly elevated triglycerides, and chylomicrons, but does not generally have early-onset coronary artery disease. Choice 2. Lecithin cholesterol acyltransferase, or LCAT, catalyzes the formation of cholesterol esters from free cholesterol. LCAT disorder is an autosomal recessive disorder that leads to the accumulation of unesterified cholesterol in body tissues. Lab findings will include low HDL and elevated VLDL, triglycerides, and plasma unesterified cholesterol. Choice 3. A-beta lipoproteinemia is an autosomal recessive disorder characterized by a deficiency in apolipoprotein B48 and B100. Unlike the other answer choices, this condition is associated with lower lipid levels, specifically decreased levels of chylomicrons and VLDL and LDL will be seen. Finally, a bullet summary. Familial hypercholesterolemia presents with xanthomas, xanthelasmas, corneal arcus, and early symptoms of coronary artery disease and is caused by a defective low-density lipoprotein receptor. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. An 8-year-old boy presents to his primary care pediatrician for a routine checkup. 
During the visit, his mom says that she has noticed yellow bumps on his eyelids and was concerned about whether they were a problem. Upon hearing this concern, the physician inquires about parental health studies and learns that both parents have high cholesterol despite adhering to a statin regimen. Furthermore, other family members have suffered early myocardial infarctions in their 30s. Physical exam reveals flat yellow patches on the patient's eyelids bilaterally, as well as a hard yellow bump around the patient's ankle. Based on clinical suspicion, an LDL level is obtained and demonstrates a level of 300. What protein is most likely defective in this patient causing these findings? And the answer choices are, choice one, lipoprotein lipase. Choice two, LDL receptor. Choice three, VLDL receptor. Choice four, apolipoprotein B48. Or choice five, apolipoprotein E. The best answer to this question is, Choice 2. LDL receptor. The most likely diagnosis in this patient is type 2A hyperlipoproteinemia. This disorder is autosomal dominant and caused by a genetic deficiency in the LDL receptor or apolipoprotein B100. Hyperlipoproteinemia is a family of disorders that are united by a common manifestation of increased blood levels of cholesterol carrying lipoproteins. These disorders are heterogeneous in presentation as well as in mechanism. The most common types are type 2A, which presents with xanthomas, xanthelasma, and premature acute coronary syndromes, and types 1 and 4, which present with pancreatitis. The defect in type 2A hyperlipoproteinemia is a deficiency in the LDL receptor that are usually responsible for clearing LDL particles from the blood. The defect in these receptors prevents uptake of LDL into the liver and therefore leads to high levels of LDL in the blood. These high levels can then cause systemic manifestations by depositing in the skin as well as in blood vessels. Let's also discuss why other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Lipoprotein lipase is deficient in type 1 hyperlipoproteinemia, which presents classically with pancreatitis. Choice 3. VLDL receptor deficiency is one of the causes of type 4 hyperlipoproteinemia, which also presents with pancreatitis. It is important to note that this disorder can be polygenic in etiology. Choice 4. Apolipoprotein B48 is deficient in A-beta lipoproteinemia. Choice 5. Apolipoprotein E is defective in type 3 dis-beta lipoproteinemia. That's all for this review about lipoprotein disorders. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.